The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio, we're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, get you to think and feel and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is natural health and well-being. And I've got a special guest. Her name is Marie D. Jones. She's actually a local person out here in the San Diego area, and she's done a lot of research on this book. It's a big, chunky book, and we're going to talk about all types of stuff, including diet and nutrition and vitamins and minerals and supplements and power of movement and stress Uh, sleep, brain power, how we can age as positively as possible, uh, even spiritual nurturing, and again, also diet, fitness, what we consume in our bodies and also into our minds. So it's a good show. And again, Marie's not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. We just bring the information and then you do what works for you. What I, I might share what works for me, but that, does, that doesn't mean it works for you, and vice versa. You've got to do what works for you. What we do here on Guys Guys Radio, we bring guests who have information to share, and hopefully we have entertaining conversations with our guests that you can extrapolate some information out of there that can be projected into your day-to-day life to help you uh, live your best life, and that's the only reason we're here to help out. So I hope you enjoy our show and I thank you for being with us. So what else is happening out there? Well, we're into July. It's that time of year, hot as July, as they say. It's beautiful here in San Diego. It's like as soon as the summer solstice hit, June 21st, bang, every day the weather is perfect. And uh, looking forward to a long, hot summer here. Got a little stressed, though. I'm moving. After three years, uh, I was in New York and New Jersey for basically my whole life, except for college, where I went to Villanova undergrad out in Villanova, PA. But for the rest of the time, I lived in New York and various areas in New Jersey. So it was a big move to sell everything and ship stuff out here and then settle in. And we ended up right before COVID hit, we ended up here in downtown San Diego in a very nice building. We thought we'd be here for a year. And then we had the pandemic and everybody locked in and et cetera. So we've been here for a while, too much longer than we had planned, but it's a nice area. I got got to really know San Diego. It's a great city. has a different vibe than New York, of course. It's less frenetic. It's less high-paced, pressurized energy as you have in New York. But New York, everybody's on the go. Everybody wants something, and they want it right now. And that's cool. So it's a good place for your career. It's a good place to really make things happen. And if you like people, it's a really great place. Here, it's a little more laid back. The city itself is a little, it's less crowded, less dense. But there's lots of great restaurants, there's places to get a drink, there's a lot of these uh, craft beer places here. You've got the Padres right in town, you can walk to the, or take the trolley or the train to the game. And it's just nice, you've got so much coast and so much ocean. You know, Southern California is beautiful, despite all the issues that it has in terms of taxes and all other kinds of stuff that most places in our country have right now. So looking forward to the move, but moving is stressful because, you know, you bring a bunch of stuff 
to your new home, you stay there three years, and you think you've kind of shed a lot of things, and then you end up replacing it all, and then you've got more stuff to move. So we have kind of under-projected how many boxes, how much packing, how many trips. The, the good news is instead of 3,000 miles from New York to San Diego, we've only got 30 miles. So my wife and I and son, we can pack a lot in our SUV and shuttle it up the coast back and forth and just give the movers the big stuff, the big boxes with the clothes, the furniture, etc. And we'll take the personal items on our own. So that's cool. It should work out. But you know, when you move then, besides the fact that you have a lot more stuff than you never expected you'd have, <laughs> you also have to deal with, you know, the moving itself, it packing, and then change the address, get renters or, or homeowners insurance and just deal with all of the, change your address everywhere. And then the post office forwarding the mail. And I got a lot of stuff going on with the show. And it's just a, a lot, of, a lot of things happening, a lot of balls in the air, but we're going to get through it. I keep a positive attitude and I follow a lot of the things we're going to talk about in our conversation today from Marie's book, but not just from her book, just in general kind of natural health, because it's so much better. I think, I think we'd all agree that it's better to invest the time and the maintenance of your body and well-being than it is to have to deal with the repairs from a, from a lot of different standpoints. I know over the years I've done my very best to kind of cut certain things down or out of my life, add new things into my life. And I can tell you, I feel fantastic. I've been doing, I think I've mentioned this on previous shows, but I've been doing intermittent fasting for about three months now. And I add one fast day to it. So during the week, one day I don't eat. And then the other six days, I'll go from noon until uh, dinner time, and that's it. And at first, it's, it's difficult. And I tried it three times and failed miserably. And then this time, it worked. And I've been doing it for three months. I'm down 20 pounds. I have a ton of energy. I haven't lost any strength or anything. I look good. I feel good. And all systems go. So I'm going to stick with it. And the benefits of fasting are, are there's a myriad of benefits there. I won't go into all of them, but... They say that fasting helps get rid of a lot of cells in your body that may not be wanted there. Let's, let's start there. And also is anti-inflammatory, which is also a very good thing, and lots more. So check it out if you have an interest in it. It's not for everybody for sure, but uh, if you can dig it, then go for it because I got to tell you, it, for me, it's worked very well, and I highly recommend considering it. So Guys, Guys Radio, my very special guest, Marie D. Jones. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics is natural health and mindful well-being and natural remedies. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll get a lot of information out there. I could probably do five shows on this. We're going to just do one with Marie to start with and see how it goes. So thanks for being here. So let's get to our interview. It's Guys, Guy Radio. Okay, today we're going to talk about natural health on Guys Guys Radio. I've got a terrific guest, Marie D. Jones. Let's let's lay some context out here first. You know, a healthy body, a nibble mind, feeling of ease are universal goals, but we're bombarded these days with unrealistic body images. We're sold processed foods. We're prone to mostly synthetic cures to fix our maladies. And getting back to natural cures and balanced living may have some beneficial needed relief for us. So we're going to get into all of that, herbs, oils, vitamins, yoga, healing remedies, belly laughs. The name of the book from Marie D. Jones is Natural Health, Your Complete Guide to 
Natural Remedies and Mindful Well-Being, where Marie explores hundreds of ancient remedies, therapies, and nature's medicine cabinet. It's really fantastic. And I'm a big proponent of a, of a natural-based. I'm into maintenance versus doing the repairs. And I think all of us need to kind of take hold of our own health. And when we need to go to the doctor and do traditional, if you will, Western medicine, all that, we should. We should get our checkups and we have to get things done. I've had surgery. I've had to take pharma for pneumonia. You know, there's times in this modern day and age, we need all of that. But I think for everybody's sake and the fact that we have a virus out there and there's so much stuff going on that it's all that more important that we learn as much as we can about uh, the human body and, and uh, spirit and mind and mindfulness and how to take care of ourselves as best we can. So welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Marie D. Jones. She's been everywhere, coast to coast, Shirley MacLaine show, Midnight in the Desert. She's written so many books, The New Witch, Guide to Modern Witchcraft, Earth Magic, Your Complete Guide to Natural Spells, Potion Plants, etc. And uh, Disinformation and You, Identity, Propaganda and Manipulation. So she's a real expert. She's a former radio show host. She lives in San Marcos, California, right up the road from me. And she's written this wonderful book, which really just lays out so much information about natural health, your complete guide to natural remedies and mindful well-being. Forgive me for the long-winded introduction. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Marie D. Jones. It is so good to be here with you. Well, thanks so much. So let's, we got a lot of ground to cover, so let's get into it. Well, let me, let me start with you first. You've written some books on, you know, subjects like witchcraft and survival guides and earth magic, natural spells, potions, etc. How did you come around to writing this book about natural health and your complete guide to natural remedies and mindful well-being? When I decide what book I'm going to write next, Often it's done in conjunction with my publisher. Um, Visible Ink Press is my main publisher. And I had just done two very brutal uh, research-intensive books, one on the history of propaganda, the other one uh, called Toxin Nation on toxins in our food, air, water, what products, what have you. And we both felt like we need to do something positive here. We need to present some good positive energy and things that people can do because the last few years have really, um, I think uh, for myself and for everyone that I know, done a number on our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health, our ability to communicate with other people and socialize and all of the things that make us human. So we said, let's do a natural health manual and Whenever I write a book, I try to be really comprehensive and just get everything I can. It's, it's hard for people to spend money nowadays on books. They're not essential items. So if you're going to buy one of my books, I'm going to make sure I give you a whole lot of information. Well, I can tell you just from reading the book and, and based on your background, people might think, oh, she writes about she's kind of from an occult standpoint. No, that's not the case here. This is a very comprehensive guide that has basically, basically anything you'd want to know about any area of mental, physical, spiritual, health, wellness, and some of the natural considerations of cures, alternatives, lifestyle, diet, wellness, etc. And it's got everything, uh, supplements, diet, food, you can look up anything you want, and it's there in this book. So uh, I recommend it because it's got a nice overview. And for our listeners and viewers, I want to provide kind of an overview of some of the 
some of the resources that are at their fingertips that nature provides because we have to take care of ourselves. And I know I'm going in and I mentioned to Marie prior to the show that I had a laparoscopic surgery on both of my kidneys about eight years ago and I'm fine. And, you know, my surgeon said, you know what, we love patients like you because you take care of yourself. And I went through five years of tests after that. And they said, you know what, <laughs> your functioning is better than ever. You're good to go. Take care of yourself. And that was a, a wonderful and a wonderful feeling to have because I knew I put in the work and like you, anything can happen though. You never know. So let's talk about mm-hmm. some of the differences here. We have allopathic, which is kind of traditional, what people would consider the, you know, going to the doctor and Western medicine, osteopathic, homeopathic. It sounds like there's room for all, but ultimately we're in charge of our own health. So what do people yeah. need to know about how to balance those modalities? Well, so if you, if you can kind of group all of the natural modalities, natural health under natural, you know, the natural side. And then allopathic medicine is what we call the Western medicine. Uh, The natural health is very Eastern influenced, Chinese herbal medicine, um, Ayurvedic. So what happened was back in the early 1900s, John D. Rockefeller, multi-millionaire, probably almost a billionaire at that point, uh, was heavily invested in petrochemicals. And he is the one who literally merged petrochemicals with the pharmaceutical industry and is sort of considered the grandfather of big pharma. Now, before that, natural modalities, natural health, herbal health was very widely accepted and practiced. After that point, early 1920s, it started to lean heavily more towards treating symptoms. So you might say natural medicine is about treating the whole person and looking for the causes and trying to deal with and heal the causes. And then Western allopathic medicine, and and I'm not, and I'm just generalizing here, is more about treating symptoms. And it's very much involved with taking prescriptions, surgeries, um, you know, if you have cancer, chemo, radiation, rather than natural therapies. So there's there's this this divide, but the truth is, as you said earlier, they really can work together. Problem is, we get lazy, we get tired, and, and we just would rather take a pill or do the quick and easy and not work on the causes. You know, our diet, weight, uh, exercising, our mental health. So it's Let's- just become very easy to focus on the symptoms and not the causes. So a lot of our audience, probably everybody's familiar with the allopathic because we all go to the doctor, we get checkups. If something happens, then we get some type of treatment. And as I mentioned, it's the most important thing is to, to take care of ourselves, do the maintenance along the way. And that leads, that means uh, living a healthy lifestyle. And sometimes the choices are tough to make. So let's talk about some of these alternatives that we have for us that are at our fingertips. Let me list some out. You can pick out the ones you want to talk about. Reiki, hypnotherapy, sound healing, Ayurvedic protocols, uh, hands-on healing, yoga, meditation, acupressure, aromatherapy, body work, biofeedback, light therapy, shiatsu, herbal medicine, emotional freedom technique, energy medicine, massages, even saunas, breath therapy, ozone therapy. The reason I list all of these is that there's so many of them out there, and you probably have heard of some of these listeners, but you may not know too much about them and how they can all kind of, how you can pick and choose and determine which ones work for you. And that seems to be the case, Marie, where people need to kind of pick out the modalities that they feel comfortable with and jive with their uh, mental 
physical and spiritual wellness uh, uh, right. center, right. if you will. And also maybe depending on what their particular ailments are or their concerns are, um, you know, people might turn to something like acupressure or acupuncture for pain, but they might turn to EFT, emotional freedom technique tapping for emotional issues or um, addictions or things. So there's, there's something for everybody and there's something for everything. And I think it's like food. You try it all and you decide what you like and what you don't like. Um, you do your own research and you find out, okay, my problem is my weight. I know it's tied into some emotional issues from my childhood. And so you might then seek out a combination of working on the physical aspects of weight loss, but also some cognitive behavior, behavioral therapy, talk therapy, you know, child uh healing the inner child. There's just something for everybody. And that's what I love about all of the natural medicine. And then like we talked about earlier, if it turns out that you need surgery, you don't not go get surgery. You find a way to incorporate the allopathic, the Western medicine, the incredible medical advances that we're hearing about all the time. But there has to be a balance and, and I think people need to be proactive about their own health. And mm-hmm. a lot of people I know, and often myself included, it's like, oh, I'm too tired. Let me, would you, let me just take that pill. Ask your doctor if this pill is right for you. And that creates a, a dependency on the things, again, that treat our symptoms. And then we find out 10 years later, well, we've, we've still got the same symptoms because the cause never got dealt with. Some of the things that are, uh, there is kind of a uh, integration now, more of the, uh, what's what I call old school, but other people might say alternative natural medicines and cures. And that is when I had my uh, surgery on my kidneys, I asked where I looked it up in the, where I was the NYU hospital in New York city, and they had a Reiki practitioner and I'm a Reiki practitioner. I'm a master and teacher. And I I do self Reiki. I do it for other people. And I said, oh, I would like a Reiki master to work on me after my surgery. And sure enough, they, they had one on staff, not on staff, but you could tap into that as a resource, but you had to ask for it. And more and more now, also the nurses are being trained in Reiki. And basically with Reiki is it's a, it's kind of a hands-on, I put that in quotes, healing where you intend energy to come through your crown chakra out your hands and you're trained for this and how to do it. And Mm -hmm. for me as a practitioner, it it, it works. It's not going to cure you but it'll help align your, uh, help your energy meridians. So the energy can flow more easily through the meridians and through your body and help you heal yourself. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is that, you know, you have to do the work on your own. So I want to get some information out there for our our listeners, like uh, that they may not be aware of sound healing. People don't realize that you can use sound healings. And then there's also binaural beats. How does, tell us a little bit about sound healing and how people can kind of do their own research on that. That's very, that's something very easy to incorporate where you can put a set of headphones on, you can listen to certain rhythms and it'll really right. help balance your, your body. Yeah. The binaural beats are fabulous. And the first time you hear them, it's a little strange, but the whole purpose of that is to kind of bring your right and left hemispheres of your brain into sync and a, a way to, to relax. It's almost like a type of meditation what I love about sound and res, you know, resonance healing, sound healing, and there's also light healing, 
is that sound has such a creative generative energy and depending on what religion you are if you you know think about the, the bible and in the beginning was the word well and before there was light there was actually the word and what i love is my father was a geophysicist and we used to talk all the time about the power of sound of vibration of resonance now we are vibrational beings we're energy energy you know we're not solid at the quantum level so the idea is that you're using different sound frequencies to help heal the body bring it back into harmony balance you know work with with cellular cellular structure a lot of research should be done i mean i don't think anybody should just go look at a few youtubes and do it themselves there are really some great practitioners out there and that's one thing that just the same way that you would choose an allopathic doctor by checking out their credentials is that if you're going to go with somebody who's in the natural field, you want to do the same thing. Chiropractors. I learned that chiropractors not only have to go to medical school, they actually get more medical training than the average MD. Uh, but again, you want to make sure you want to look at their credentials, you want to look at reviews, talk to their uh, patients get testimonials. So um, there's just so many amazing healing modalities that you could try. If you don't like vibrational healing or Reiki, then maybe, you know, you like to talk. Talk therapy might be good for you. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that are kind of day-to-day -day stuff that we're all familiar with, like massage. There's yes. different types mm -hmm. of massage or uh, a sauna. Things like that, hot and cold showers with different, you know, levels of water. What I do is I take a hot shower and then I take a freezing cold shower and I stay under as long as I can and it gets longer and longer. And then I turn it on to warm again before I get out. And I, I find it really kind of gets my system up and running, not just because mm -hmm. the water is so cold, but it supposedly, and correct me if I'm wrong, helps your immune system. And there's a guy, Wim yeah. Hof, who does all of that stuff online. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of a shock to the system, but it's a positive shock to the system. And water therapy is another great one. I mean, if you have access to a pool, you know how relaxing it can be just to float on your back, close your eyes, and just float, let go. And it's almost like a, a form of massage. So people will say, well, I don't know that I can afford to go you know, hire a naturopath or this or that. Well, there are a lot of things that you can do yourself walking meditation i mean meditation is free um chanting you know binaural beats are probably very inexpensive and i'm sure they're on youtube but you need a really good pair of headphones to get the best uh result from that but it doesn't cost anything to go outside for 20 minutes get your vitamin d and do a walking meditation and and practice mindfulness and gratitude those things are free and they're accessible to anybody. Traditional Chinese medicine was one of the things that showed up on your list. And I don't know if everybody understands exactly what that is. I mean, there's acupuncture. People know what that is with the needles on the meridians. But what is traditional Chinese medicine and how is that different? It's probably one of the most ancient medicinal and therapeutic systems. And, it, and like you said, it includes everything from acupuncture, acupressure to, to movement. Uh, Qijong, Tai Chi, to martial arts, which is a form of, of bringing the mental and the physical together. And then, of course, you've got the whole Chinese herbal 
pharmacopoeia that we can learn from and actually serves as the basis for a lot of our own more chemical medication. Mm-hmm. Things like aspirin come from willow bark. And I, I, when I first started to write about all of this, it just I was so in awe of the fact that for whatever ails you, nature has at least one mm-hmm. herb or plant that, that you can use. And they're a lot easier now with the internet to get a hold of. If you don't have a, you know, an herbal store in your area, you can get them on the internet. Again, I would do my research. And um, one that I recently had discovered for relaxation, because I'm kind of, I can be kind of high strung, is lemon balm. Lemon balm tea. Whenever I get stressed out working on a book or what have you, it's like chamomile. But I keep my chamomile tea for at night to help me sleep. And I, in the past, you wouldn't have ever gotten me to drink tea. I was coffee all the way. And then when I started to learn about all these herbs and how many of them come in tea forms, I've been in, oh, passion flower and hibiscus. Hibiscus tea has lowered my blood pressure far more than any pharmaceutical that I was ever given when I was diagnosed with high blood pressure. It's just amazing what nature can do for us. Marie D. Jones, a special guest on Guys Guys Radio. The name of her book is Natural Health, Your Complete Guide to Natural Remedies, Mindful Well-Being. You mentioned Qigong and Tai Chi. So I do Qigong uh, every morning. And basically, all you need is about five to 10 minutes or so. And it's a set of breathing exercise movements with breathing exercises, bringing it up, bringing it down, expanding, bringing it back in. I never understood, though, what is the difference exactly between Tai Chi is more choreographed movements and Qigong is yes. more breath work. And breath work. Your, your, uh, yeah, tai Chi. Tai Chi. And, and anybody of any age can do Tai Chi. It's very gentle. And I've done it many times. It's very fluid. It's about getting back in touch with your body, you know, feeling that energy flow through and using these very gentle but powerful movements that, um, go back to the whole idea that we're more than just a body yes lifting weights is great yes cardio is great but when you do something that brings body mind and spirit together it also has incredible benefits yoga same thing um yoga can be a little bit more physical so that's something where i would research the different types of yoga and make sure that because i went to yoga classes a couple of years ago and i didn't realize it was one of the more intense forms, and wow, did I hurt my back. But Tai Chi is very gentle, very flowing, and it just reminds us that life energy, the life force is flowing in us and through us. And then, and of course, it's a wonderful way to calm down and get back in, in touch with, with everything. It sounds real woo-woo, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And uh, meditation, of course, everybody's familiar with meditation. And if you could just, yeah. you know, everybody has a, a, oh, I have the monkey chatter. I can't slow my mind down. Well, that's exactly why you need to do meditation. And one tip it, yeah. might be, correct me if I'm wrong. When you wake up in the morning, instead of grabbing the phone immediately, oh. get out of bed mm-hmm. and meditate for however long you can. Maybe it's five minutes, yeah. maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe then it goes to a half hour, whatever. But get started with that because it'll make a huge difference. This is my own grandmother research, if you will, on your day. If you can start yeah. your day with some meditation, it could makes a huge difference. And the other thing is uh, I do uh, some what's called box breathing, which I learned oh, from yeah. a, a teacher of Ho'oponopono, the Hawaiian kind of mindfulness forgiveness practice. 
which I became a practitioner in recently. But basically, I do a box breathe, which is as soon as I wake up, I inhale for the count of 10. I hold it for the count of 10. I release it for the count of 10. I hold it for the count of 10. And I do it 10 times. And uh, you, you have to kind of discipline yourself because you could drift off yeah. and you could lose track or whatever. But once you start doing that, it really sets you, it sets a great tone for the day. If you have the time, you can add the meditation on top of that. And then as you get up and about, you know, you can get back into your, you know, Western lifestyle. You grab the phone, you got to do stuff. You have a lot of tasks and all of that. So it right. sounds like Marie, yeah. that it's a, all about finding the balance between what we need to do uh, in terms of getting, you know, living in our society, which is very fast mm-hmm. moving and competitive, but also taking the time, that little bit of extra time to, to take care for ourselves. And there's Don't all care, these different, absolutely. all these yeah. different alternatives for what works, for, what can work for us. So what should people do in terms of saying, okay, I want to, I want to add something, whether it's meditation, walking, swimming, Qigong, how, what's a good way for somebody to say, okay, what works for me? Should they use YouTube? Should they, I know your book will help natural I was health. say plug promotional plug, yeah. read my book. But I think it's about, you know, sitting down and deciding what, what do I need? Do I, now I'll give you an example of myself. I've been having a lot of panic attacks at night lately. And, and I'm usually a very happy, go lucky, cheerful person. And I do the box breathing, only I do to five, you know, five inhale, hold five, five exhale, hold five. I can't do 10. I'm going to try that. And I also learned a wonderful way to use your hand where you inhale, hold, exhale, and you just go through your fingers. I learned that on YouTube by typing in anxiety. Um, So what is your need? If your need is I'm feeling anxious, you know, then you can start looking into some things that can uh, help you calm down. Teas, meditation, getting out in sun and nature, spending more time with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're suffering from addiction, that's a whole other area that you need to research. If you're in pain a lot, if you have chronic pain, look for some herbs and, and that are well known for helping with pain. And but of course, you're also going to talk to your doctor. So I think it's sitting down. Deciding what it is you need and then doing some research to find that. But ultimately, what I am seeing ever since COVID came along is that we are suffering from higher rates of anxiety, depression, social isolation, and we're all stuck inside a lot more than we used to be. And everybody's ordering their groceries through delivery services because we got used to the convenience. And I find that I go to the grocery store and I smile at people and they look at me like I'm a freak. <laughs> but every now and then you'll find that one person that's just like, oh, my God, you know, how are you? How are you doing? That connection, that human connection is so important. I think it's all about getting back to the, the simple things. You know, I grew up, I'm six years old. I grew up in the late 60s, early 70s in a little village in New York where we had coffee clutches and the neighborhood kids would be running around the street at all hours of the day and night. And, you know, when the seven o'clock siren went off, everybody went home, but you didn't know where your kids were. Everybody was together doing stuff. We all knew our neighbors. Today, it's so different. Right. It's so and true. I know. Yeah. And we've got electronics and the internet and our phones. And, and I know there's so much positive benefit that we have. I mean, wow, I can, do an internet search for natural 
health modalities. I couldn't do that 20, 30 years ago. I had to go to the library. But um, but it's getting out of balance. I have a 21-year-old son and his generation are glued to their phone. You know, and it's just out of balance. Let's shift a little bit. Let's talk about, because we have, still have a lot of ground to cover. Let's talk about food because it's part of consumption mm-hmm. of obviously the consumption where too much screen time is probably not a good thing. And what we're consuming on the screen is often not a good thing. Although there's a lot of benefits because we can find answers to anything. We can get yeah. a lot of more information. And also it's not just people say, this is it. We can, there's a lot more alternative stuff that we get online so we can yeah. use our own brain to determine and our intuition as to what we feel is, is right and what is true and what is right for us. But food is something where it seems like from what I have read, Marie, that the food quality and nutritional aspects of food has down uh, significantly over the last mm-hmm. 30 years or so. And so we have to be really smart about what foods we choose and then also supplementation where a lot of people poo-poo supplementation, but I believe it seems like because the food is not as nutritious as it was, even if you get organic, that it's important to consider supplementation because we need a lot of the minerals and uh, vitamins that may not be incorporated in the current food supply. Talk to us about that. I mean, if you, our soil is so degraded that a lot of those minerals that we were getting before naturally, we now are not getting. And a lot of the food might be GMO and it just might be grown like factory farmed animals and meats and, and factory or farmed fish and salmon that's full of toxins. And, and we don't think about that. What we think about when we go buy groceries is can I afford this? And that's usually the top priority for most people. Um, but like you said, we got to start thinking about the amount of toxins that we're putting into our bodies, the lack of nutrition, and the imbalance of certain vitamins and minerals. And could they possibly have something to do with why we feel so awful? And that's something that I was researching for myself. And I found out I was not taking enough magnesium. Oh, guess what? There's eight different kinds of magnesium. Well, which one do I feel like I need? I mean, it really does require that you sit down and research, but this is your self-care. This is your body, your health that we're talking about. It's worth the same amount of time that you might spend scrolling for Instagram or Facebook, you know, looking for whatever the current celebrities are doing. So, yeah, I mean, food is everything. It's how we nourish our bodies and we're not really nourishing them very well. Let's talk about that because you mentioned money and for a lot of people, it's like, well, I can't afford to buy organic. But then, you know, if you reverse engineer it, you say, okay, how much is an organic apple cost versus a fast food hamburger? Right. Yeah. And what is the nutritional value one versus the other and long term in making the choice (laughs) for the organic fruits and vegetables versus fast food? Where are you going to pay the price ultimately? So you, you yeah. ha- I think people have to think about that. And then another way of saving money, if you want to save money, and I want to touch on your viewpoints of this, I began, I've had some guests on the show who teach intermittent fasting, and I tried it three different times, and it just did not work for me. And finally, I came out of, a, I had some type of stomach bug that my whole family got about three or four months ago. 
And I came out of it. And my wife said, she's a great faster. I mean, she's gone 28 days on a water fast, which is Ooh, sounds yeah. crazy, but it's, it's doable. So I'm yeah. like, okay, she had gotten it before me. So she did seven days on a water fast. And then I started doing it. And I went about three, three days or so. And I said, you know what, this might be a good time to begin intermittent fasting. And then I was watching Mm -hmm. a Dr. Berg online and he suggested, you know what, here's the benefits to intermittent fasting. But also if you add one day a week of complete fasting on Mm -hmm. top of that, you will really power eyes, if you will, uh, your efforts. And I've been doing that for about three months. I can tell you, I've lost weight but I have more energy and my strength level is the same. And you know what? My pocketbook is better because you're not not eating as much. (laughs) I'm not eating as much and I'm eating. uh, You know what it's done is it's changed the relationship I have with food because I was a nervous eater. As so many of us are, you eat and then you don't realize that you're just eating and you're not really being mindful and sitting there and enjoying each bite. And then you realize that I don't need this much food. To be happy, to be satiated, whatever. What's your take on fasting, intermittent fasting, organic food versus fast food, et cetera? Intermittent fasting. So I lost quite a bit of weight with that. COVID came along, put a lot of weight back on, and I'm now back with intermittent fasting. I'm working up to, I have done 24-hour fasts. They're they're hard, but once you do them and you realize, hey, this wasn't as bad as I thought. The thing is that when you fast, 24 hours, up to 72 hours, the incredible benefits for your immune system and autophagy, which is the death of dead proteins and, and getting rid of cells and, 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 and your uh, human growth hormone rises. There's so many benefits. But if you feel like you can't go that long with food, even cutting down to a six to eight hour window where you're eating six to eight hours and the rest of the time you're not, and you could do most of that fasting overnight has incredible benefits. And I am, I can combine it with low carb. I don't do well on carbs. I've done a lot of emotional eating throughout the last couple of years, worrying about myself, my son, everyone around me being, getting sick. And I, and I put on weight and I feel terrible and I don't sleep. And as soon as I get back to, eating more healthy, lean proteins, quality fats, vegetables. I'm not a huge fruit eater, but I do eat berries. And cutting my eating window down to eight hours. It's like, why have I not been doing this all along? We're just so ingrained to eat constantly. We're grazers. But our ancestors were not. It was feast or famine. And so their bodies had a chance to burn off that excess fat that we're now storing and carrying around with us causing inflammation and heart disease and cancer and Alzheimer's and and what have you. So I am such an advocate. Dr. Berg, love him. Jason Fong, um, Dr. Living Good. There's so many people out there uh, that are teaching the basics of of intermittent fasting and fasting. And those are three names. And there's others. Uh, Becky Gillespie, I love. It's just your body doesn't need food all all the time. Let's talk about some of the uh, some of the uh, supplements because uh, everybody knows vitamin C and vitamin D is very important right now, as is zinc right, and magnesium. Yeah. But there's two. Well, and right now there's the uh, apathogens, I believe, like iodine and things like adaptogens. Yeah. Thank you. Talk yeah. to us about. I want to give you three: iodine, 
What are the benefits there? And people think iodine, I used to put that on cuts. Well, you can actually put a couple of drops in water and drink it. And it's actually very good for you. Talk to us about that. And also COQ10 and also quercetin. Okay. So iodine is a little tricky and you should always talk to your doctor because you don't want to supplement with iodine if you have uh, thyroid issues. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us are extremely low and we could benefit from a little same thing with iron. Same thing with potassium. There are these um, minerals that we are supposed to be getting in our food, even small amounts, and we're just not anymore. And they could be causing complete havoc on our health. So quercetin is like a wonder supplement. It stops inflammation. It's used to treat all kinds of viral infections. Um, you can get a really good, and the one that I take has vitamin D3 with K2, because you should always take your vitamin in D3 form with K2. What is K2, Marie? So K, the vitamin K is another vitamin K. Okay. essential vitamin that nobody knows about, because we've always grown up with, vitamin, take your vitamin E, your B vitamins, your C, and then now with D is the big one. We're finding out how our bodies really need so much deep because we don't get sun. We're not out in nature as much anymore. Um, so quercetin is actually something that is being used to knock down allergies, viruses, inflammation. I take it every day. And what was the other one? I'm sorry. Quercetin. Uh, CO. Oh, okay. CoQ10 is something that I was put on years ago because I had high blood pressure and it's, one of the most beneficial things you could take for your hearty, you know, your heart, your heart system, lowers cholesterol, lowers blood pressure. If you're put on statins at any time in your life, it will deplete your body of its natural CoQ10 that it gets from foods. You've got to take CoQ10. And there's a, a form of it called ubiquinol. It's actually supposed to be more absorbable that I like. So I, I take a handful of stuff and I keep trying to narrow it down <laughs> or wait for That's what I want to ask you. Do you, with all the supplements, because I, I notice that my little bowl of supplements is getting bigger and bigger all the time. Yeah. But uh, my wife suggests to me, she says, she should cycle, like, you know, just cut them off for some time and then you can go back, but you don't have to yeah. take them every day for the rest of your life. Just like give yourself a break. So the days that I fast, I don't, I obviously don't take that, but I think, Right. Is, is cycling, is that a good idea or consideration? You, could, you know, one of the best things that you can do for your body is to take berberine, but you take it for three months. You don't take it ongoing. You take it for three months, you stop for a while, you can pick it up again. Lowers cholesterol, lowers blood pressure. That's to work really well at stabilizing blood sugar. But that's what was happening to me. I had a big toolbox and it was just popping with, and I thought, this is ridiculous. So what you could do is just narrow it down to uh, the essentials. Agashawanda. Oh, no, no, no. That's a big one now. And I see more and more people uh, are taking that and getting good results. There you go. <laughs> I got my Ashwagandha. <laughs> yes, I love it. And I take gold even though it's got sugar in it. Um, and I do have pure Ashwagandha. It's an adaptogen. Probably in Ayurvedic, in Indian herbal medicine, it is the powerhouse. It is the superhero. Because what it does is it calms you when you're nervous, but it gives you energy when you need it. It literally adapts to what our body needs. It's 
lowers cortisol when you've got too much of it from the fight or flight syndrome going through you. Um, you could get it in tea. I, I like the gummies, uh, pills, <clears throat> tinctures, what have you. But of the adaptogens, it's the best. And I will attest to when I'm feeling really jittery, <clears throat> I chew a gummy and I feel great. Okay. The name of the book is Natural Health, Marie D. Jones, Your Complete Guide to Natural Remedies and Mindful Well-Being. Let me, let me ask you this uh, last question. When you finished the book, was there an area where you said, my goodness, I really didn't know that? What did you learn uh, that you didn't know after writing this book that you put into your lifestyle? Sleep. <laughs> uh, this, the big one for me was sleep. I don't sleep a lot. I've had insomnia on and off all my life, and I've just sort of excused it as, oh, that's just me. But learning about how important sleep is, I mean, you could eat perfectly. You could exercise. You could take all the right things. But if you're not sleeping enough, you're going to get sick. And that's that's what happened to me. What are, so learning what, about how important sleep is. Three good tips for uh, that you picked up for helping people sleep better. Shut off the electronics. Don't be on your phone. Oh, I'm going to get sleepy on my phone. Shut them off at least an hour or two before you go to bed, including the TV. Um, try not to drink a lot of liquids because you will be up all night getting rid of those liquids. Mm -hmm. And have the room cool. Even a little chilly because it helps you fall asleep much better than being hot and sweaty. <laughs> and those are three. The, and then I take my ashwagandha. Or, or have chamomile tea. And again, that is a liquid, so you could take it in capsule form. Um, but look for herbs and things that help you calm down, valerian, uh, you know, and, uh, lavender, and get sleepy. But shut off the electronics. Oh, and don't eat for three hours before you go to sleep, because then your Got body it. is up digesting it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Marie D. Jones, Natural Health, your complete guide to natural remedies and mindful well-being. We could spend a show on every chapter in this book. It's terrific. It just lays out all the information and you can make your own decisions on it. And I think that's Marie's perspective. Put the information mm -hmm. out there. That's what we do on Guys Guys Radio. So thank you, Marie. Please tell everybody where they can learn more about you and your work. They can go to my website, which is www.mariedjones.com. And take a look at all the books that I've done and what I have coming out. My next book will be about the afterlife. And I'm going to do the same thing, a comprehensive book about the afterlife, the science, the spirit, the tradition, everything. Fantastic. Well, you have to come back for that. Let me know, okay? I would love to. Absolutely. Right. Thanks for being our guest. Thank you. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be, yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men, better world. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, terrific conversation with Marie D. Jones. Her book, once again, Natural Health, all about 
your complete guide to natural remedies and mindful well-being. And it is chock full of information, of books, well over 400 pages. And Marie has done a ton of research and she just lays out all the information in all the different areas that we discussed. We only touched on a lot of these areas. We could probably do a show on 40 different topics because they're so important because you want to spend your time, in my opinion, on maintaining your body, mind, and spirit instead of having to go in for repairs. Now, we're all going to go to the doctor and get our checkups and follow, follow what we need to do. But the doctors will tell you, if you take care of yourself, that's a really good thing. I know from my own experience, I had a couple of laparoscopic surgeries and the doctor said, we love patients like you because you stay in shape, you take care of yourself, and that helps. So be mindful of your diet and your fitness and your activities and what you consume, whether it's food, beverage, or even media, to keep yourself on a positive path because it all adds up over time. So get out there in nature, eat good food, be appreciative, treat other people with respect, and have fun. That's my advice as your guy's guy. You don't want to do that? That's up to you. I don't have a special degree in all of that stuff that I just mentioned, but I've experienced it. And I find that the more I take care of myself, the more I love myself, the more I treat myself well, the better off I can treat other people and the better off my life journey is. At least that's what I've found for myself. So anyhow, guys, guys, radio. We're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA radio here in Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM at 8 PM Pacific time. The show rebroadcasts on KCAA Sunday evenings at 6 PM Pacific time. You can listen live, you can stream it, you can download on KCA or through KCA. You can also listen and download my worldwide podcast, Guys Guys Radio, which is this show, it's the identical show, and it's on every podcast platform that you use to consume your podcasts, and we've been downloaded in over 100 countries. Now we have a YouTube and Rumble channel, and we put the actual videos of our interviews on there, and the YouTube is growing consistently and rapidly, so thank you for that. And we've got a lot of great shows coming up. We've done over 520 shows. We've talked to over 650 guests, and we've got a lot more. And again, my purpose here is just to bring you information for your consideration to help you live your best life. I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going, and you want to have a good time. You want to take care of business also. And sometimes it's, uh, it's difficult to get the new information in there that you may not have had time to think of. And that's what we do, try to offer it up for you particularly for the guys out there, because uh, a lot of the stuff we bring on the show is, you know, mindfulness, and some might say, oh, it's a, you know, it's a little woo-woo and this and that. But you know what? It's good to be open to other modes of thinking and new information that you may not have thought of, but if you start considering it, you'll say, oh, wow, actually, that, that's pretty cool. I want to look into that. For instance, tons of guys do yoga now thousands and thousands and thousands and like 30 years ago it was way more of a niche thing and now everybody's doing it and it's the same thing with uh, a lot of the other information we bring you here in guys guys radio whether it's meditation whether it's uh, uh, eating a healthy diet and fitness and different ways of just taking care of yourself and living your best life and that's what we do here you can also catch me on my website robertmanny.com 
That's robertmanni.com. I've got over 300 blog posts that I've written up about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, a lot of the stuff we talked about today, some of my wellness protocols, things I do to keep myself fit and as healthy as possible, and some of the trials and tribulations health-wise and otherwise that I've gone through, whether it's friendships or business or family or relationships. And a lot of it stemmed from my novel, believe it or not, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which is about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City. It's a rom-com. It's fast, frothy. It's a great summer read. You can download three free chapters of the novel on my website, and you can then pick it up if you enjoy it at any of your booksellers or ebook sellers, and you can get the physical book or the ebook. And the reason I mentioned the Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is because it's really the source material for everything Guy's Guy. I started out writing about relationships, and I've been on a ton of other shows talking about relationships. You can catch me a lot on Second Act TV, which is a YouTube show with my friend Silka Schwarzkopf. She's the host, and she does a great job. And I'm also kind of all over the place. So if you Google me, is I do a lot of work on relationships. And what I really want to do is help men and women kind of be at their best and understand each other and give each other a break because I was... I was inspired to write the book because I thought there was a huge communication chasm between men and women. And I want to write a book about men, uh, kind of for women, so they can get a peek behind the curtain into the weird, wacky world of modern men and their dating habits. And a lot of guys have connected with the book because it's authentic. And also, there's not a lot of books written by men about this type of subject. So it's a fun, frothy fast, sexy romp. I hope you'll check it out. And that kind of spawned the rest of our whole Guys Guys movement because we just grew organically. And here we are. And we're going to be back next week with another great guest, with another show, and onward we go. So Guys Guys Radio, thanks so much for your support. I'm going to see you next week. And until then, like I always say, Guys Guys, finish first. <laughs>